and hello, and welcome to your favorite podcast out there, The Weatherman Report. I am Bert the Weatherman. Myers here, giving you your daily dose of sports. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about a very controversial topic, but you know what? What's my podcast about some controversy, am I right? We're going to be talking about club sports and the AU circuit just in general, and how much of an effect it has on the players today in sports. And now, I'm not coming from a outside perspective when it comes to AU basketball. I've been a member of it. I played a whole year of it. And to be fair, the people, I, I'm, I'm glad I have went to play it because I learned a lot about people and, you know, what people do look for when it comes to, you know, how much their stats really matter. And that's where I kind of frowned upon the AU circuit. And, you know, it's sad to say that because, you know, I, I'm i a type of person that thinks that if I don't win a basketball game or any kind of sporting event or whatever, it's a failure. No matter if I scored 30 points, no matter if I scored zero points. If I don't win the game, I don't really, like, I'm upset. And that's something I noticed in AU basketball is – Players don't care. All players care about, seems like, is their stats. And now we, now we see that in today's basketball, in the NBA. Golly, countless players are saying, you know, I have 40 points, like a.k.a. Zach Levine. You know, they're losing the basketball game, and he's upset because he score, he's scoring 40, 40 points, and they lost the basketball game. And, you know... I'm the type of person that, you know what, I don't want to have my stats in my head. You know, that's something that if you want to look at after the game, okay, that's one thing. But to, like, count how many, like, to have that in your head at all times becomes an issue. And, you know, that's why, you know, why do you think the Bulls are so bad? It's not because they have no talent. And I hate saying that there's no talent on certain teams. The only team that has zero talent, in all honesty, is the New York Knicks. If we're going to be blatantly honest... It's the only team that has no talent, man. But you know what? We'll see if the New York Knicks actually get the first overall pick or if it's going to go to the Golden State Warriors or to some other team. You know? You never know. You never know. But, yeah, so, you know, club sports is a terrific system. And, I and you know, I was talking to um, some people about it, especially, like, when it comes to, like, volleyball or other things like that, you know, that – Volleyball, club volleyball is what matters most, even more so than, like, your high school career. They care way more about your club's ranking and how you play during club than how you play during your high school season. And I think that's very interesting to me because I feel like that's happening in most sports nowadays where, you know, what you're doing for a certain school, your high school or whatever – doesn't matter as much as it does for your club. And, you know, I just feel like the AAU system, especially for basketball, like the AAU system for basketball is very, very corrupt and greedy. Like, they're literally just trying to get the most money out of whoever they can. And, you know, it started off just being like local tournaments, and then it all just became like a money grab. And, you know, I got to show off certain players. And, you know, when you're trying to say that you're trying to show off players, you know, 
that's when it gets into people's heads, you know, that, oh, I need to show that I'm the player that deserves to be there. I need to get a college offer. If I don't get a college offer, then, oh, man, I'm useless. And in all honesty, that's where I felt like my basketball game completely changed. I went from this, you know, team player and all this to then seeing how a lot of the AU guys I was playing with, not all of them, but there were definitely quite a few of them that we'd lose a basketball game. And they would say, man, I only have eight points. Like, I suck. Or, you know, they wouldn't pass the ball. They would just be ball hogs and shoot the ball 20 or 30 times. And one of those people I played with was Snoop Dogg's son. I played AU basketball with Snoop Dogg's son. You want to talk about a guy that's not good at basketball. Snoop Dogg's son is horrible at basketball. And I'm not talking about Cordell. I'm talking about his other son. And, oh my goodness. Like, it's just amazing to me what happens if you put enough money into the AAU circuit. Because I know for a fact that just because of his name recognition, he got all the playing time. Because, oh my gosh, was he bad. Oh my goodness, was he bad. And I'm not trying to hate on anybody or anything like that. But he broke his finger, like, the third AU game. And, not gonna lie, we actually won a game after he wasn't playing. I mean, we were losing every game when he was playing. So, I mean, you know, it's just something about, you know, self-centeredness is never good in team sports. Now, if you're going to be self-centered in tennis or golf or any kind of sport like that, where it's on you, you rely on yourself, that's one thing. But to put down a whole team because of your greediness and just your self-centeredness is just not okay in team sports. And we see this all the time in every sport. I mean, you know, think about, golly, you can name countless players. But there were certain players that took their self-centeredness over the edge to where nobody wanted to play with them. And, you know, that becomes an issue if nobody wants to play with you. I mean, think about, you know, I think about LeBron James. LeBron James phenomenal all-around player one of the greatest to ever step on a basketball court but when people say that he makes all his teammates better the thing is he like the whole team always has to switch up for LeBron James and I'm not saying that you have to you you don't have to do that because he's the best player going to be on the court because he is going to be the best player on your team obviously Unless you got Michael Jordan or, you know, something like that on your team. But, like, I just look at what the Miami Heat had to do. And how once LeBron stepped in, like, D-Wade kind of took that Scottie Pippen role. Chris Bosh turned into some jump shooter, even though he was a phenomenal all-star. So these, these players' careers were, like, you know, cut short and were diminished pretty much because LeBron 
played on their team. And yes, they won a couple championships, which is phenomenal. But let's face it, Dwayne Wade, you know, he won a championship by himself in 2006. And to say that Shaq was the main part of that, Shaq played awful in the finals, in that finals. Dwayne Wade played on a superstar level during that season. And, you know, I just laugh when people tell me that LeBron has no talent with him. Like, LeBron has had talent ever since he left Cleveland. And even when he was on Cleveland, he had some talent. Now, I'm not trying to say that, like, those players are not, like, all-stars or anything like that. Because they, they were not all-stars. But, you know, I mean, Ilgowskis was a, a really good center throughout his whole career. And... You know, Drew Gooden was a pretty good role player throughout most of his career. And, you know, the Cavs had a bunch of shooters. I mean, isn't that what everyone says you need to give LeBron? A bunch of shooters? I mean, that's the thing that they never gave Russ in OKC. I mean, give Russell Westbrook some shooters and watch watch that team fly from having all these shooters. But, yeah, so it's just amazing to me how the AAU circuit kind of just you know, figments all statistics. Like, statistics is the only thing that matters. And honestly, I feel like that's affecting the game of basketball completely. And statistics are just messing up the NBA, in my opinion. People focus way too much on their efficiency numbers or, you know, their turnovers. And, like, they just got the statistics in their head. And, you know, when you're playing with, like, you know, a thought of negativity in any way, you're not going to play as well. You know, that's why they always tell shooters to keep shooting. You know, like if you like, that's one thing I loved when I played with my boy Jojo Dreisbach back in high school. You know, I could have a bad game and he'd look at me and he'd say like, dude, just keep shooting. Like you're going to get, once you start hitting it, you're going to be good. And, you know, that's what shooters need. Like if you're a shooter, you need confidence. And if you're going to have someone that's going to pull you and take you off the bench if you miss a shot, then, you know, where's your confidence going to come from? You're not going to have any. And, you know, and that's the thing I had to deal with in high school. You know, I was the best shooter in high school on my basketball team. Joe Dreisbach was the best player, but I was the best shooter. And I had a coach that hated me. Um, basically if I didn't hit, at least if I missed my first two threes, I was taken out of the game. How is a person supposed to get confidence if you're going to take a guy out for missing two shots, even if they're open or not? And, you know, that's how I feel like the AAU level is, though. You know, I had a bad experience in high school from that, and I had that kind of experience at AAU. AAU, you know, I didn't get as much playing time because... You know, I had some big-name people on my team, and the coach was like, oh, okay, I'll play these guys because, you know, they paid a lot of money, and I got to get their name out there. Like, oh, this this guy's on my team. And, you know, let's just – I mean, let's face it. That's like – takes away from the fact of AAU basketball, man. Like, you're supposed to show out your talents. You're supposed to try and build – a relationship with a bunch of like people that you're maybe not the same high school with 
and try to build a relationship with like unity and stuff like that and the unity's taken away unity's taken away as soon as someone starts caring way more about their stats about than winning it becomes a problem as soon as you start saying i have 25 points and we're losing right now and you're not thinking to yourself i had 25 points but like maybe i could do something better to help win us this basketball game then that's a different mindset see like that's i look at wilt chamberlain back in you know wilt chamberlain lost to bill russell pretty much every year right in the finals every single year bill russell won 11 championships in 13 years okay 11 championships wilt chamberlain statistically dominated bill russell and anybody that tells you that he did not will average a solid 35 and 25 on Bill Russell. Bill Russell averaged 15 and 25 on Will Chamberlain. So to say that Will Chamberlain didn't statistically full-on dominate Bill Russell, you are smoking something. But Bill Russell's teams always came on top. Why? Because Bill Russell didn't care about scoring the basketball. Bill Russell cared more about what he can do as a leader and what he could do for the team. Will Chamberlain didn't give a care about the team. Will Chamberlain only cared about scoring. Will Chamberlain cared about his stats. I mean, that's why they say, you know what, the NBA record book is Will Chamberlain's autobiography. Yeah, because Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a basketball game. You know, averaged 50-plus points for a season. I mean, these this dude's... Averages are never going to be done in NBA history. But dude never won a championship until he changed his ways. He then realized, maybe if I stop scoring as much and I start passing the ball out, we can win a championship. Does that? Wins two championships. See, it's all about the change of mindset, you know? And I feel like so many people think and in such ways that they can't change it and you know people are just so stubborn on what their mindset is and they can never just figure out a way to take it in from like a coach or something like you know coach trying to give them advice or you know maybe some ex-player tries to give them advice on what they need to work on because let's face it nowadays game like a lot of people just take everything as criticism that's just nowadays people i mean i look at like you know the comedy world you know comedy comes from dark places man all comedy comes from dark places okay if you're gonna get offended by jokes then you know don't don't listen to comedy don't 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 go to comedy shows okay like, because comedy is going to be offensive. Like, that's what comedy is. You know? It gets making light of dark situations. That's what comedy is. Like, finding joy in dark situations. That is what comedy is. And, you know, that's something I f- find so incredibly relatable when it comes to just people or players in nowadays game. You know, they can't take any advice. Anything you say that's advice, it's crit- like it's attacking them. And, you know, it's it's just crazy. 
You can't just teach them something without them questioning your credibility or, you know, look at NBA players nowadays. They're all crybabies. Like, how often do you see an NBA game where they're not full-on ch- chatting up the referee? Like, not not one time do you see a guy raise their hand. Like, oh, yeah, I fouled him. Yeah, I fouled him. Now, to say that, you know, a ref's not going to miss a call, well, yeah, of course. Ref's miss calls all the time. But to full-on cry about it, I mean, if I was a referee, I wouldn't want to give you a call if you're going to keep crying to me. Golly. I want to give you a technical foul kick out of the game. It's like what, what basketball's turned into is just a sad thing. It's just a sad thing to watch these fully grown athletes that are six foot seven, six eight, on average six four, six five, that are two twenty, going at referees and watching them almost cry. Like, legitimately almost, like, shed tears because they had a foul called on them. Ever seen people, like, flop in, like, the last decade? Like, so many people flop nowadays. I mean, it's it's incredible to me. You know, basketball's not soccer, okay? It's supposed to be a somewhat physical sport, okay? Now, I get, you know, trying to you know, kind of react in a way to, like, draw to the ref's attention to get the foul call. That's one thing. But the full-on flop, where nobody touches you and you intentionally try to get foul calls, that's where it becomes a problem. Now, if people are actually fouling you and then you kind of overdo it a little bit to try and get the ref's attention, that's one thing. That is one thing. But if nobody touches you and you fall on, like, flail like a fish, then we got issues. We got issues. Yeah, so AU basketball, it's been, it was an experience, I'll tell you that much. It just seems to be a showboat type of, and there's no team building. It seems to be just a showboat tournament basically people just try to light up scoreboards and um, nobody plays defense I mean golly scores are like golly what what was some of the scores like 96 to like 90 and no it's not because the offense was phenomenal it's because nobody was playing defense they were just like letting people go through and shoot th- shoot threes and letting him go dunk the ball like, it was like an all-star game almost. Like, nobody wanted to play defense. And, like, it was just hard to watch because I was watching my team just give up dunks. And it wasn't because they were trying really hard and they just got beat on a nice offensive move or something. No, they just would, like, basically pull the chair underneath and be like, here you go, here's here's the red carpet to the lane, to, to the rim to dunk the basketball. You know, I just, I don't play that way. You know, I I just don't see the point in, you know, not trying, you know. To put all your, put all your, you know, energy into offense is, you know, that's not going to get you very far. Because let's face it, you need to have defense to win basketball games. You have to get stops on the defensive end to win basketball games. To rely on just a team just miss shots. 
Like, and not play defense, just hope that they're going to miss easy shots. Like, you know, you're not going to win many games. The percentage of you winning those games are very slim. But, yeah, so that's going on in the AAU circuit, in my opinion, on it and everything. But, you know, talking to certain people about it, it's phenomenal for other sports like club volleyball. That's how a lot of offers are given because, I mean, they build – you know, a lot of unity because they play all the time together and they, you know, and they care way more about your ranking. So you have to win games in volleyball. It's not all about the showboat and all this. You have to win games. And it's the same way in soccer. Like, you know, you got to win games in soccer. You got to be, like, regionally known, ranked in the, in the, like, the state for people to, like, come watch your games. And it's, just, I mean, football, you know, it's different. Because football's way more of a, you know, they care way more about your high school, you know, what you do in high school. And, you know, tennis is the same, you know, tennis you're just playing all the time. Golf you're playing all the time. That's that's how it is. But, yeah, just, you know, club volleyball and club like soccer are, like, you, you actually have to win games. Like, people care if you win games. They don't care about your stat line. Like, they care way more if, like, did you win the game? Basketball, it seems to be the other way around. It seems to be, oh, well, you know, we lost by 30, but, hey, I scored 45 points. Like, well, I scored 45 points, but, yeah, I got blown out. Like, terrific. Talk about Devin Booker's whole NBA career. Talk about Zach Levine's whole NBA career so far. I mean, you know, like, great. You scored a great stat line. You don't think you could have done something better to maybe, like, have changed the fact that you guys lost by 30? Because I guarantee you there's stuff that these people could do to change the effect of them losing by 30. See, it would be different if Zach Levine, Devin Booker, Trey Young were to lose a lot of close games. And be and will their way, will their way to just being outside the playoffs. That would be one thing. But when people try and tell me Trey Young is a perennial all-star, like he's going to be a perennial all-star, he was an all-star starter, and yes, he, he has puts up good stats, all this, whatever. The dude can't play defense. I mean, the dude's probably one of the worst defenders in the NBA, if I'm being blatantly honest. He's a turnover machine. He, turnover, he, he commits so many turnovers a game. I mean, he can't rebound. And he doesn't shoot the ball, like, super efficiently. I mean, he shoots the ball, you know, not badly. But to say he's Steph Curry, he's not Steph Curry. What Steph Curry does for his team is lead to wins. Trey Young, I mean, he'll shoot you out of games. I mean, the Hawks are literally are one of the worst teams in the NBA. If not borderline, the worst team in the NBA. I mean, yes, the Knicks... I would say the Knicks are. But, you know, any of these teams that are not in the bubble right now, you, sh- the, you should be ashamed. Knowing that the Phoenix Suns made the bubble is insane to me. Knowing how, I mean, they started off super hot and everything. 
But oh my goodness. Yeah, no. Hawks Hawks have a worse record than the Knicks. Okay? They're 20 and 47. 20 and 47. They are 34 games back from Milwaukee. So to tell me that Trey Young is this phenomenal player, but you can't even get a better record than the freaking Knicks or the Pistons? Nah. Nah. This is why I had them as overrated. They're empty stats. All empty stats. And that is what AAU basketball is. Empty stats. So many players put up all these phenomenal stat lines. Probably not very efficient numbers, too. But guess what? They lost by 30. Who cares? You lost the basketball game. Who cares? So that's me going on my little tirade of AAU basketball and Trey Young again. And a quick little thing on the NBA. So Lou Williams is going to be out for seven days because dude was caught at a strip club. Classic Louie Lou. Sweet Lou saying that he was getting some get some uh, good old buffalo wings. But, yeah, he's getting some buffalo wings, all right. Get some buffalo wings at the strip club. Yep, yep. Get on outside the bubble, go to the strip club, get some buffalo wings. You got to love that. Yeah, so he's going to be out for, he's going to be out for the first, probably, I mean, for at least the first game, if not probably the second game, uh, for the Clippers once, once the actual season starts. And that's going to be a tough loss for the the Clippers because Sweet Lou, I mean, he's a very, I mean, let's face it, Sweet Lou is the sixth man. Like, he is one of the best bench players to ever step foot on a basketball court. You know, he found his niche. He's an offensive maniac that can light up a scoreboard and come off the bench. Like, what else do you need? What else do you need? But yeah, so Sweet Lou, you know, caught at a strip club. Golly, what's up with like NBA players? I don't know what it is with N- NBA players and these rappers and strippers, man. Don't know what it's about. I mean, golly, throwing a lot of money away just to look at some fairly attractive woman for a little while. So, you know, wow. Crazy to me. Crazy to me. But yeah, so, you know, it's phenomenal. And, you know, we're running out of time here. And speaking about time, did I ever tell you about KRMA watches? Yeah, if you use my code BERT10, you can get 25% off your purchase. And they're my sponsor. So please, check them out, you know. I just got my fresh new watch here last night. And... I'll tell you something. It is one of the most stylish watches I've ever seen. And, you know, I just say take a look at it. You know, why not just take a look? Once again, it's Burke 10. Use my code, promo code, and you get 25% off. And with myself, the Weatherman Report, I am Burke the Weatherman Myers. And I am signing off. This girl out on the west side.